with hints, tips and tradey chat. Grab yourself a brew because it's about to start. This is Women in Trades with Amy the Sparky. Before the show starts, I just quickly wanted to talk to you about Tradeify. Tradeify is a fast-growing job management platform for all busy tradespeople. It's great for managing all sorts of business admin such as quotes, tracking invoices, timesheets and appointments leaving you more time to focus on other important things. Tradeify have very kindly given me a discount code for my viewers, so check them out by clicking the link in my show description and using discount code AMY50 to get 50% off. Now, let's crack on with this show. Hello and welcome to Women in Trades with Amy the Sparky. Uh, today, I've got lovely Susie. Hello. Hello. Prince, Princess Bark and the rest of it. I can't remember your whole name, sorry. Um, <laughs> so I've been trying to get you on for ages, but because I'm so unorganised, <laughs> um, well, I think we've cancelled on each other about 10 times uh, yeah. so far, so I apologise. It's not just better. been you, it's been me as well. Yeah, better late than never. So Exactly. Um, so... Uh, tell us a little bit about you then first, about, you know, who you are, where you're from and that. Well, I'm Susie. I'm from North Wales. So I'm from a little island in North Wales called Anglesey. So everywhere I go, I'm surrounded by the sea. It's amazing. Nice. Um, yeah, I've grown up here. I've lived here all my life. I think the only time I didn't live here was when I went to university for three years. Where did you go to uni? Uh, uh, Wrexham. I didn't go very far. It's only about an hour and a half from home, mm-hmm. but it was far enough away for me to be independent. Okay, yeah. Well, that's good. So you're um, you're surrounded by the sea. Say that again, sorry? Yeah. I didn't want to go to uni originally. That's why I chose Wrexham. Really? What did you do at uni then? I did drama. Okay. Yeah, completely different path to the one I'm on but it all links together (laughs) tell me how how does it link well um when I was in uni I got into doing like doing the technical side so doing the sound the lighting okay things like that and when I was just finishing there's um an art center about 20 minutes away from me in Bangor called Pontio and they were just opening and they had a job opening for a technician but you need electrical qualification for it so that's why I went into it okay oh that's interesting okay so I'll let you off then there is there is a link I thought you were just gonna say you're a dramatic spark but I was gonna most of us are well that is true as well (laughs) So, so you went to uni from school? Uh, I went to college and did performing arts for two years and then I went to uni. Okay, and then you went and did? I went and did level two full-time. Yeah. And went on to level three as an apprenticeship, so I did that part-time. Awesome, and that's with your dad? It is my lovely dad, Nick. That's so cool. Do you love working with your dad? Oh, I do. Where the banter goes backwards and forwards between us. Usually more him towards me. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I love working with him. I've, I've worked with him since I was 14 because I used to work in the summer with him. Oh, really? So, 
yeah I used did to you enjoy it back then when when you were a kid oh yeah I did I really did um we used to have a, a school that we used to do work on so it was mainly that that I used to go and help him with um but I loved it back then and it was always even in school I think I did work experience with him to begin with and we in science they asked us to do a project on any subject in I think it was physics it was and I did electricity and uh, I did uh, I made an electromagnet with my dad really <laughs> yeah and that project oh. actually won me a gift card for Tesco <laughs> <laughs> what did you buy <laughs> like 14 13 14 that's amazing yeah. nobody ever gives me a gift card for anything <laughs> oh that's, well congratulations on your tesco gift card i'm really pleased for you um, i don't even know what i bought with it but <laughs> um how much was it for i can't remember now it's so probably long. like three pound fifty back then wasn't it probably <laughs> um so, you know, so you enjoyed that when you were at school. Did you not think about going into it then when you left school? Or did it crush no. your mind at all? Or No, it didn't. Mm. I absolutely loved my performing. I'm a massive drama queen. <laughs> performing arts and everything. Um, and it's what I wanted to do. I wanted to go to London. I wanted to perform on the West End. You know, I wanted to do all this massive performing stuff. But... I didn't realise until I went to university how difficult it was to actually get into it. Mm -hmm. And my, I, you have to be a triple threat pretty much to get into musical theatre on the West End. So you have to be able to sing well, dance well and act well. And out okay. of the three, acting was my best one. Singing was all right and then dancing wasn't great. Have you so, have you got a piece that you've prepared for this? For no. the <laughs> no. no, okay, no. right. Move, I, move did on. I did actually do one on my Instagram. Did you? Um, I can't. I can't remember why. I'd had a really terrible week, and I'd had loads of support. And I actually put a video of me singing "Let It Go" from Frozen on my Princess Spark Instagram. Did it get on well? It did. I don't know I if I've seen like that. He's asking me for more videos. <laughs> I don't think I've seen that. And I've stalked your Instagram. I'll have to do it again. I'll have to restart. I'm wearing, I'm, I've got a purple jumper on in it. Okay. I'll have a look. I'll have a look for it. A bit disappointed that you've not prepared something for me today, but I'm going to let, I'll let you off. <laughs> um, <laughs> maybe next time. Maybe. So... So then you went back to, you went through uni, you went back to yeah. college, level two full-time. How did you find it? Because I, I did level two, level three full-time. Um, how was your college experience full-time? Well, college experience was, lecturers were great. Okay. Were really, really helpful. I've got dyslexia, so I struggle with reading and understanding sometimes. And one of the things that helps me is having my work on blue paper so any handouts was on a pale blue paper so because I can't read off white okay so they would make sure I had blue paper 
workbooks and everything. The one lecturer even went halfway across campus in the pouring rain to get it for me because they'd run out of paper in the office or something. Um, but the lecturers were great. I got on really well. My um, MVQ assessor was um, a lady as well, and she'd worked in the trade. So she, it was nice to have another female there. Oh, that's but cool. It was, it was the other lads. It was the other lads on the course. They didn't know how to deal with a girl. Well, yeah. not all of them, um, but some of the younger ones that had just come out of school um, just didn't know what how to treat me. Because obviously I was older than them. I was 22 when I started it. I think. No, not 22. 24, I think. Oh, I'm terrible. Um, and they just didn't know how to speak to me like I would make friends with one of them and they would start teasing him so he'd stop being friends with me (laughs) seriously and like when I was doing better than them they would try and do it better but then fail miserably so it was like just just stop guys stop being (laughs) stupid (laughs) but it was like when I was trying to do something they would throw comments from behind me but they'd get it back. The one day I had to apologise to one of my lecturers because I just lost it. I completely lost it. And he was like, thank you. <laughs> Please do it again. <laughs> it gets frustrating though, doesn't it? I, I was the same when I was at college that some of the, some of the lads um, in, in, in my um, lessons, it was more that they used to just mess about because they weren't interested in it. And it yeah. used to really wind me up because I was interested and I paid a lot of money to be there. And then, yeah, um, exactly. and then you, I, I was lucky. I didn't have to pay for mine. Oh, that's um, good. In Wales, it's, I think there, I think it was something like 26 is the limit or something, but I can't remember now. But, um, yeah, I didn't have to pay for mine and it really, really frustrated me because I was there every day on, I was there. Sometimes I was there almost an hour early because I was so determined to be there on time, ready to start. I had a file with all my paperwork in, all organised into different sections. And then I look over at them and they're like pulling bits of their workbooks out that have fallen apart out of their bag. And I'm like, why? Just get a file. They're about a quid in home bargains. (laughs) (laughs) It drove me insane. Really? Um, so so then so how how was your how did your dad react when you told him that you were gonna go and do this and what did he say when when did he when did you have the chat about him taking you on and and all that it's actually quite a funny story me and my now husband he was my boyfriend at the time had gone back to my mum and dad's for the summer and I just said to my mum and dad, um, so if Doug comes and lives here over the summer, he can get a job in the cafe and I can start doing um, the electrical um, course in September and I can work for dad. And that was it. And he was like, <laughs> just, yeah, okay. I just said I'm going to do it. And that was it. So was this when you when you were about to start level two? No, this was just as I was finishing my uni course. So I think okay. it, 
Um, I finished the uni course in April, I think it was. Okay. And then I applied once, once I'd actually properly spoken to them about it and got them to agree to let me do it. Um, they were happy for me to do it anyway, because I'd worked with them before. It wasn't just something completely random. Yeah. Um, because it's something I was interested in and they knew that I had looked at other alternatives, um, but they weren't available as such. Um, and then I applied for the college. So, yeah. <laughs> and that was it. Yeah. So how, so you, where, where are you now? You did, are you still doing your apprenticeship or are you finished? Nope, I'm, I'm, I'm finished. I'm fully qualified now. Um, awesome. I qualified, well, I did my AM2 two years ago in November. Okay. But due to COVID and some problems at the college, I found out that one of my certificates that they'd scanned didn't have half of the logo on it. So the uh. Um, uh, qualification board wouldn't accept it. I didn't find that out till October 2020. So yeah. almost a year after I've yeah. done my AM2. So yeah. my actual apprenticeship is actually said I qualified in 2020. When it was actually 2019. Uh. But yeah, I'm two years qualified now. And I've done, I think I did the regs not long after I'd done my AM2. Okay, well, that's cool. And have you worked for anyone else or do you only work for your dad? I've only ever worked for my dad. Um, we did discuss me going to work for somebody else. But my dad didn't want me going to somebody else because I would pick up bad habits. And I just refused point blank to work for anyone else because Boom. I didn't know how they would react to having a girl. Yeah. Um, because I know there are still a few sparkies in my area who think I should be making tea. <laughs> there are, there's a few in every area, I think. Yeah. We had um, an encounter in a wholesaler's the one day. Really? with another sparky in the area yeah he um said oh i'm gonna have to get a girl now we're like why because you've got one so oh how much is he paying you i'll pay you more you can come work for me i'm like i'm not leaving my dad we'd, just, <laughs> we'd actually just asked for um i think it was about 10 meters of four mil armored cable and the guy bought it out. I just flung it over my arm and walked out. <laughs> like, sod you. <laughs> How do you find people um, react to you in general? Like, um, is it, uh, you know, like mainly positive, um, you know, like with customers and... and... It's really mixed. Really? It's really, really mixed. Um, I've had a few encounters where... I, I had to report one to their manager because he walked past me and said, this isn't really a job for a girl, is it? Where was that at? In a care home. He was the entertainment guy. Really? Yeah, he walked past me and said, this is not really a job for a girl, is it? I said, why? And he goes, well, it just isn't. I said, I can do what I want. And, it, and dad wasn't actually with me at the time. 
and he came back and he knew something was wrong because being a redhead naturally the fire was burning <laughs> i was angry and so we actually went and spoke to his manager because it had really really upset me and then he his manager had spoke to him. Next thing you know, he goes, oh, oh, I'm really, really sorry. I thought it was just banter. We tend to banter about Harry Potter and stuff. I said, yeah, but that's Harry Potter. That's not my job or my lifestyle. I've had to put up with people like you putting me down. I don't need it from a place where I'm working. Mm. So there was that one. There was one, um, the guy said to me, was asking about how I got into it. And then he said, oh yeah, and when your dad retires, you'll get a male labourer in. We're like, why? I said, don't need one. I can do it all myself, thank you. And then the other one was a woman, funnily enough. Really? Yeah, she said, um, I don't expect you to move the, uh, move the cooker. Like, nobody expects me to be a spark. What's the difference? <laughs> <laughs> but it, to be honest, there's plenty. I get loads of positives, though. Yeah. I, I do. And I walk past a woman, she goes, oh, female spark, brilliant. You know, I get it. I get that a lot. And I really like it, especially with um, working with my dad, because a lot of his clients are elderly ladies living on their own. Mm -hmm. And sometimes having a man, strange man go into the house, they don't feel very comfortable. Mm -hmm. But when they see me, it helps them relax a lot. Yeah. One customer... Sadly, she passed away now, but she used to say to me, when you qualify, I want you to be my electrician. Dad didn't know how to react. But we'd go there and dad would go and do the job and I would sit and chat with her. Otherwise, dad would be there for four hours just talking to her. The job only took 20 minutes. Oh, they're my favourite customers. Oh, God. oh, she was so lovely. They're my favourite because... I don't know it always makes me think about like my own grandparents and stuff and yeah. I'll hate to think that you know they've not spoken to another human for you don't know when they last spoke to another human do you and I think yeah. that's, that's why they're so chatty they're getting it all out aren't they they just want a bit yeah. of conversation I don't mind sitting down and having, having no, a chat no I don't either this lady she actually moved into one of the care homes we worked in okay and the one day she found out we'd been doing work there and hadn't gone and said hello to her she was fuming <laughs> she was fuming so after that we went and said hello to her every time uh, so do you have contracts with lots of places you go to the same places a lot do you yeah we we've got a contract with um a care home group there's about four of them okay yeah four of them in the area um we've also got a contract with um a school which we do a lot of work for as well. Um, and then we've got all the little domestic stuff. We've got a couple of pubs that we do work for as well. Um, but then it's like just mainly domestic and yeah. things like that. We don't do many rewires now, um, but we do like board changes and things like that. Yeah. So before you, did your dad um, have anyone else working for him or has he always been on his own? Um, when he first started, he had my cousin working for him. Um, then my cousin moved on to something else. And we had this other guy who used to work with us just part time, just as a labourer. Yeah. Um, and then he's retired and moved away now as well. So it's just me and dad now. Oh. We've had um, 
couple of work experience come with us as well, which has been quite nice. We had one female work experience, which was really fun. Awesome. So, That's really good. Yeah, we went and did some work on our friend's house and uh, it was down near Swindon and uh, his two lads had inset days both on different days so the one day I got his eldest a cracker absolutely brilliant I still laugh at it now and I still wind him up I sent him to go and get some spirit level bubbles <laughs> he was gone for half an hour <laughs> and then he went and asked his dad if he had any and I could hear his dad howling from the bottom of the garden <laughs> you're cruel I know it's happened to me dad used to do it to me did he yeah, my cousin did it to me the one day. They turned the power off and he went, Suze, can you switch the light on? And I did. <laughs> Not working. <laughs> You've broken it. Yeah. <laughs> Could you see yourself um, ever working for anyone else or would it just be too weird? I don't know. I did actually apply for another job. Did you? Yeah. Did your dad know this? Because he might watch this uh, and get really angry no. with you. No, Dad did know about it. There was a select few people who knew about it. Um, it was being at the Pontio place again, doing theatre technician. Okay. Um, and I had applied for it, and sadly on Friday I found out that I didn't get it. Oh. Um, I didn't even get an interview. I just got, sorry, you've been unsuccessful. And oh. we were like, hold on a minute. I tick every single box there. Yeah. But as everybody keeps saying, their lost dad's game. Wow. Yeah. Your dad's probably thinking, oh, thank God for that. Yeah, he is. Yeah, <laughs> you've, just covered it. you've just covered his holiday for him, haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> How do you find um, working on your own? Like, because obviously you all, it's always you and your dad. So yeah. are you confident working on your own? Do you like it? Do you like that little break away from him or do you sort of miss him and... I do, I do like working on my own, but it's also terrifying because <laughs> dad's got that much more experience than yeah. me. Yeah. So I'm always scared I'm going to do something wrong. So I'm always phoning him. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I was like six times I phoned him to ask how I was doing on this one job. Oh God. But um, yeah, I I don't mind it. it when I'm when it's a little job and I know exactly what I'm doing I'm fine like pap testing uh inspections maybe adding an extra socket I'm I'm fine but when it's like bigger stuff I do start to have a bit of a panic but yeah I and I do miss him taking the mickey out of me yeah I bet he misses that too <laughs> I'm the same like I'm because obviously I'm used to working with someone most of the time um when I go to jobs on my own I always have like a panic that I don't know there's gonna be something that I can't do or I, um, sometimes it's am I doing this the best way or the, more than the right way do you know what I mean is there a better way of doing this and I'm always thinking oh who I've got so many people now that I can phone and say what do you think about this so I send photos and well that's what I was doing with dad with this shed that I was working on um because dad's got such a a, a good reputation in the area I was so worried about doing it badly wrong. <laughs> so, Wearing your dad's whole reputation with one bad job. <laughs> well, you never know, because this vi the village where we live and may got a lot of our work is small and they talk. Yeah. So you you I've, it's always on the back of my mind, if I get this wrong, it could 
be disastrous. So it's like I was video calling. How does this look? Have I done this right? So <laughs> your poor dad. He never actually gets a real holiday, does he? He's like 24-7, no. I'm cool to you. No, I know. <laughs> I was just glad we didn't have any like major call-outs that week. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Because uh, I would have been on the phone. <laughs> He's going to switch his phone off next holiday he goes on. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So how old are you now? I'm 27. I'll be 28 in September. Okay. And what do you have plans for the future to to still go off? Are you still going to look at this career in uh, theatre? If anything comes up, then yes, I might do. But only yeah. if it comes up. I won't yeah. go searching for it. Yeah. Because um, I'm happy in the job I'm doing. Um, I'm happy working for Dad. He's happy me working for him. Yeah. Um, he keeps talking about retiring, but I know he can't sit still for five minutes. Yeah. So he wouldn't, I don't think he's going to retire anytime soon. But um, I'm quite happy carrying it on if, if that's what it comes to. Brilliant. Because I do all the technical stuff as a hobby anyway for my local Andran groups. So... It's not like I'm not doing it at all. I'm still yeah. trying to do it. Yeah, that's good. So. It'd be awesome to um, continue your dad's business, but then you know that you've always got your dad at home. You can ring him <laughs> still. <laughs> you'll never, you'll never actually be on your own because you'll just be. No, if he does retire, I'll be getting a phone call. Suze, do you need any help this week? <laughs> I can't. I know it will. I know it will my granddad was the same he wasn't a spark he was a plumber but he just couldn't give it up he just loved it honestly he he had his own business and he didn't um he didn't retire I think he was about 68 when he gave the business to my uncle um and then within weeks he'd got a part-time job down at uh, a plumbing merchant's <laughs> just so he could just so he could be around all the plumbing bits and you with know, big plumbers that. coming in and out, like having a chat and stuff. He just couldn't give it up. I think he did that till he was about 73. Yeah, I think I could see Dad doing that, going to work for the local wholesaler. Yeah, they just can't give it up, can they? Whereas me, I get in from work like tonight, I come in from work, my back's killing. I'm only 34, my back's killing, my knees are killing. I've done something to my foot, right? I haven't even done anything. I've not had like an accident. I just woke up on Saturday and my foot is killing. It's all swollen. And, yeah. you know, when I put it down, it feels like it's got a ball on it and it's not flat. And then I've got like a shooting pain going up my leg. So I'm hobbling around and I, walk, I came in tonight and I was like, I don't know what's wrong with people. I can't wait to retire. <laughs> I can't wait till I can just, you know, get get up when I want and, and do what I want. And I do love it. I do yeah, enjoy I, it, but I it's nice it, but... to um, work part-time. <laughs> well, at the moment, I'm really restricted on what we what I can do at work because I'm waiting for an operation on my knee. Oh, um, okay. Last March, I, I used to play rugby. Oh, wow. So last March, we were playing our last game. It was two weeks before lockdown, and I was running for the ball, and I'm... I think my foot went into a dip in the pitch and I dislocated my knee. 
Um, but then oh. because we went on furlough, I was just at home. I wasn't really doing much. Yeah. Until I went back to work in June and I kept falling over. There was one, a uh, couple of times we were working in a garage and I narrowly missed the massive uh, tool uh, boxes they have, the metal ones. And we, we the, me, my mum my and my dad all went, we need to look at this. Something's not right. So long story short, started investigating in June. And then in October, I was told that I need um, surgery because I've torn the ACL ligament. Uh, and I've been waiting ever since. Uh, everything's I so phoned, delayed at the minute, isn't oh, it? it is. um, yeah. I phoned them a couple of months ago and they said I've been on the priority list since August. Yeah. But the so, priority list is like four, four miles long. So exactly. <laughs> it's not good, is it? Wow. No, so I'm not allowed in lofts. I'm not allowed under floors. And I can't go up any big ladders. So I'm like, really? What are you doing? You're useless. <laughs> You're poor dad. They wouldn't be the other day. I could do like doing all the testing and doing sockets. Yeah. Doing a board change, which isn't too bad because most of them that we do are low down. So I can yeah. do it from stood up or from the small ladders yeah but it's just like it's really frustrating because i can't do anything yeah oh god well i hope you get it sorted soon oh honey <laughs> fingers fingers crossed for you so well and for your dad your poor dad so he can stop carrying you <laughs> right i better go i've not got anything in the oven tonight but i've got an eyebrow appointment in the uh, 17 minutes luckily it's only down the road so uh <laughs> Run. <laughs> I'm down there now. Um, it was lovely to talk to you, and I'm sorry that it's taken us so long to to organise this. Um, yeah, but yeah, thank, thanks it. for thanks for chatting with me. And tell us um, your Instagram. It's Princess. My Instagram is Princess Spark Anglesey nineteen. Yeah, keep it keep it simple, Susie. Keep it simple. <laughs> I tried, but everything else was taken. Give me the Sparky, nice and simple, original, maybe not, but yeah. Princess Sparky Angle C19, if you want to get in touch with Susie. And uh, yeah, good luck with everything and your you. knee up. I, I talk yes. to you all the time anyway, so I'll speak to you on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> lovely chatting with you. Yeah, and you. Take care. Bye. Bye. That was Women in Trades with Amy the Sparky. Never miss an episode by subscribing now. Just hit the subscribe.